So obviously, just like always, if you are signed up to be a host this week, then um, I specifically want to make sure that I'm hearing from you because you're answering some of these other questions uh, a little bit more in depth than, than writing questions out. But in general, I still want to hear from everybody. Um, we don't have specific people answering questions right now. Um, but let's let's go. I like going with the idea of what has stuck out to you um, for whatever reason, because then we're at least going to address things that stick out to you and not address things that are like, why did we even talk about that? So um, out of the selection of dumb things that we read for this week, what is one that stuck out and why did it stick out to you? Number 22. Okay. Um, Which one? The one about when people of faith say, love the sinner, hate the sin. Um, I, I somewhat disagreed with her best bet um, to where she says the best thing we can do is just agree to disagree. Okay. But that might, but because as Christians, we're generally brought up to with love your neighbor and love your enemy. And so... I don't know. It just, I didn't agree with her. I disagreed with it too. Um, I think the interesting thing about the argument was she was saying there has been oppression in the past in the name of religion, Mm -hmm. which is true. But the fact is that that's not how Christianity should work. Christianity Mm -hmm. says we all sin and yet we still love the people around us. Mm -hmm. Um, if you believe that that engaging in a you know homosexual lifestyle is wrong, it's it, essentially it's the same as any other sin, right? When other people sin, if we if we have that relationship with them and we're and and we do it the right way, we can still tell them, hey, I think this is wrong, just like with any other sin, but we still love them. She didn't really address that. So when she said agree to disagree, it's like well. You might sometimes, that might be what you're doing. You're agreeing to say, like, hey, I, we're still friends, even though I don't think this is right. Mm-hmm. But, and you're not, you're not judging them for it. But it also means you're not agreeing that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, I do, I like, I love what you guys are saying. But I think what more in context of what she was saying about number 22 is in most situations where I have heard the statement, because I have heard it before, 95% of the time when people have said it, it has been about homosexuality or the LGBTQ community um, and really nothing else. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's the topic. more of the idea that it's only ever really said about that sin yeah. And we don't say it about like, oh, well, divorce is a sin. Oh, well, um, lust is a sin. Oh, love the sinner, hate the sin. Like, we don't but really we say should it. say that for everything. Yeah. The problem is that there's a lot of stigma around this idea. And people, and it's it's new and people are so uncomfortable around it in terms, like, more uncomfortable than with other sin. And so it's viewed differently. The point that it's making is... This is just like any other sin. It's not worse. 
because mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, this person does this and that's really weird and I don't know how to feel about it. And so I'm, I'm uncomfortable around them. And it's like, well, you hang around other sinners, literally every other person on earth. So it's saying, like, I, I understand what you're saying, but it's actually trying to create more equality and saying, like, yeah, this is the exact same concept as every other sin. Yeah, but I think what she's saying is just, like, where I'm, like, I totally agree with you. Like, we hang around sinners all the time. We're all sinners. Like, it shouldn't, like, in God's so, eyes, like, no sin is yeah. above and, and people use it more in the context of LGBT. But that's because of, like, the stigma and because of, like, the fact because that they view this sin differently. Yeah. And it's trying to overcome that. Yeah, and I think what she's talking about in the context of dumb things well-intended people say, like, yes, we do mean it in, like, wholeheartedly, like, we mean it, like, we do, we are still going to love you. Because, like, if we didn't, if we hated people that were sinners, we would hate everybody, including ourselves, and, like, we would have nobody on this planet that we liked. Because <laughs> we all sin. Um, so to hate one sin more than the other, because even though we aren't the final judgment call, only God can judge us. Um, you know, it's, I think that it's the idea that we only really say it about homosexuality is what makes it a dumb thing. Not necessarily the statement itself. It's just the context of the statement and when we say it. So when we're saying it towards those people, it's like, well, you say it about homosexuality, but you don't say it about that guy over there who's um, having an affair with his neighbor. You don't say it about um, that guy across the street who just robbed the convenience store. You know, we don't, like, we wouldn't go up to the guy who robbed the convenience store and go, love the sin or hate the sin. We don't say it to the guy who's having What do you say instead? Well, no, I'm just saying it's not a thing that occurs. We don't go up to them and be like, did love the sin or hate the sin, but we would go up to um, a gay or lesbian couple and be like, I still love you even though you're a sinner. And it's so like, with other, with other people, way. we don't call them sinners? Is that what you're saying? I don't I don't know. I'm just saying. No, like, I, think, I think you're actually both saying pretty similar things. I think yeah. we're coming, I think you're saying the same thing <laughs> and coming at it from two different directions, but yeah. it's saying the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I think, if I understand it right, what are you going to say <laughs> the, <laughs> to put into it? I personally have used this statement before with a friend who was um, just in a really destructive lifestyle and with drugs and alcohol. I was like, I am not going to condone anything that you're doing, and I'm not going to say that it's good, but that doesn't mean I'm going to leave, and that doesn't mean that I'm not going to love you through it. But I cannot, in good conscience, say that you're, what you're doing is right. And so what it comes down to is what is the definition then of tolerance? Because like the, the whole idea of the best bet is to agree to disagree, well, is tolerance applauding and saying, you're doing a great job, good job. I'm, t- I'm, I'm so happy for you. I support you. I support you. Or is it saying... I'm agreeing to disagree. I'm saying that you have the freedom to do what you want, but that doesn't mean that, and I I will be okay with that if it's not destructive to society, 
but I'm not going to agree. Where, where does, what is the definition of tolerance? So let's, let's, let's parse a couple things out. So Connor started the whole thing saying, I disagree with her best bet. Not necessarily like the whole concept, but I disagree with what she proposes as your best bet, right? Like, this is what we should do, which is, he, she starts off the whole thing, with, like, sometimes the best bet is just to disagree, agree that to disagree. And then we're starting to parse out the statement that she uses, which is the idea that primarily people of faith um, talk about loving the sinner by hating the sin. And so now we're, then we start to have a different conversation of like, well, when is that okay to say? And why do we only apply it to one thing and not generally don't apply it to other things? Um, which I think is what both of you are saying. Like we do apply it to this one thing and not the others. And because this one has a stigma that we really talk about it this time and we don't talk about it with the other things, um, which I think is, is true. I think like in general, I mean, I think that's not to say completely black or white because, I mean, Alyssa is one example. I already use it for other things. So I think we, we do say it. Yeah, like we, we do use a concept and we just don't say it um, exactly that mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. so, so I think we have to parse out a couple things that we're talking about, and I am going to get to your, your thought. Um, so we have to talk about the statement. Then we also have to talk about, is this really the best bet? If we, if we, you know, as the, like, again, we're coming to this conversation, somebody proposes that, hey, what you say when you say love the sinner, hate the sin is actually uh, the impact is harmful, even though you have all the best intentions, then we have that choice again, right? Like, what are we going to do having been told that? Like, we've been told by someone in writing when you say that, it's it's hurtful. Okay, so now what do I do? <laughs> like, does it matter to me that it's hurtful to her? Um, and why? Why is that hurtful to her? You know, and then, um, or am I just going to go, well, that's what we believe. So I say it, you know, then, then we have a different choice. That's a different choice that we make coming to that, that conversation and saying, okay, so do I want to learn how it's hurtful? Or do I just want to go, well, this is what we say, and this is how we live. So I'm going to go with it. And um, that, so that's a question. That's not like me saying, well, here's the answer. Um, that's, that's now kind of helping us frame where our discussion goes from here. But what were you going to say? Oh, I'm going to use one of my questions because I mm -hmm. was thinking about this while I was reading. I was going to, um, one of my questions is, uh, can mostly do some of these things only affect one thing? Because I know the writer wanted to give us a basis, like an, like an, an example every time, and she did really good at that, but at the same time, she, I feel like she left so much out, which is why we have these discussions. Um, so I feel like, but through these, when I was reading these, I felt like there was sort of like a bias where she always hit the same thing. Um, where I wish she would have given more examples of different things for different ones. Sure. But she only hit, like, one thing for, like, multiple right. of them. So I was um, can do sometimes when we read stuff and there's somewhat of a bias on what gets impacted, can that affect us? Mm -hmm. Because when we read it and we see, oh, here's the example, but here's a, a, a 
exact example again and for a different form. Like, does that affect us? Because, like, I feel like this affected us a lot when everybody was like, um, hold on, I've used this, but not in that manner. Right, 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 right. Um, so, like, how can, like, her way of giving us an example kind of affect us? Because she kind of uses, it kind of made me a little upset that she used the same ones. Because mm -hmm. it felt like she was a bias to, hey, this can only hurt if it hits here. Yeah. So, which is great. I think it's good to point out the context that she comes from, right? So, I think if we look at this from the, the like what I was trying to set up, right? She has come to us, each of us, as I'm just going to assume followers of Jesus, right? Who uh, I I believe the same thing. I believe love the sinner, hate the sin, right? Like I would say that I believe that. Um, but if if she is if she is a friend of mine and she comes to me and says that's hurtful when you say that that's our choice now now, now we have to decide how do we walk away from this conversation right um, or how do I engage this conversation from what perspective do I choose to engage now we can go at it and say well if it's hurtful I'm sorry it's hurtful but I mean that's what I believe right and so because I do believe that and I can come from that perspective. Now I could also, if she's a friend of mine, but she's not, but if she were a friend of mine and she proposed this and said that, that it's actually hurtful. Um, what, why do you, why would you think if you could try to understand her perspective, um, knowing it's not your opinion, it's not, you guys, you don't believe the same thing. You don't have the same lifestyle. She does any of that. But why do you, if you asked her, so why is it hurtful? Why, what do you think the answer would be? Any thoughts? She didn't give a very good reason in my opinion. Okay. I think it makes sense to be hurt when someone says, hey, I hate what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But I love you. But also, I like everything. You know, sure. that makes sense. That's not the reason she gave. Mm -hmm. The reason she gave was that religion has been used to oppress people in the past. Sure. I don't know. I right. Don't, yeah. Right. There is. There's a disconnect, and that's that's fair to pick up on. I think that in in her presentation, there's a yeah. disconnect of, of of context. Really, like yeah. we're we're looking at two different things in her own portrayal right um and that, i think i agree i agree with that uh with that recognition because i don't think she clarifies in the reading an answer to my question uh, what do you think she would say if she was a friend of mine and she said when you say that that hurts me because yeah. um, if i asked her personally i don't think she would say what she wrote right Right. Because she says that also that like it's weird to have that contradiction where a lot of religious people um, are supposed to love others and then they don't. But it's like, but what if they do? Yeah. Yeah. And also we're all imperfect and we all, no matter what we believe, our moral standard, our our system of belief, we will always feel short, fall short of it. So I may say with like my whole being, I want to be loving and I want to be kind to everyone I meet. But am I loving and kind to everyone I meet? 
No, because I fall short. And because sometimes people get on my nerves. And sometimes I'm just not the nicest person. And that that's not right. That's not good. And it doesn't live up to what I'm supposed to be doing. But that's also just a part of being human. So we can't expect perfection from an imperfect human society. Mm-hmm. I agree. So what, what do we do with this circumstance? Should this be, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think, I think I'd be pretty naive to pretend that like nobody or that people around this table don't have at least one friend that represents that community, right? I mean, if that's the case, then if that friend of yours that you can picture, that family member maybe that picture, you can picture would come to you and say, when you say that you love the sinner and hate the sin that hurts me, why do you think it would be hurtful? I think it'd be hurtful because like they identify with what you're calling a sin. That sure. Okay. They they are gay or they are lesbian, mm-hmm. whatever. And saying that that's a sin could be hurtful to them. I see. I see. Yeah. I think um, I think when I'm picturing the same the friends in my mind that are good friends of mine that represent that community, we have had several conversations and I try to be to be an example of somebody who loves that person, even though I don't agree with what they choose, right? Um, and that even that statement is a perspective that I carry that they choose that, right? That's that's my perspective, which she does talk a little bit about in there too, right? Like because behind that statement is our worldview belief that, well, that's. And, and it's, I think she also mentions it with the other one of the other dumb things when it's when people of color say it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing, right? So, um, so there's there's a lot there, right? That she brings to the table, that is, and she literally brings to the book with all of her backstory, right? That's behind her, that is coming to this table. So that's why I say these conversations for this week, these dumb things come in pretty hot, like. Because she, these, a few of these are pretty personal to her, right? Um, so I want to know that if, if it's not Dr. Cullen that's saying these things to you in the future, but a friend of yours who is a really good friend of yours comes and sees you and says, like, hey, actually, that's really hurtful to me. I don't want you to be like, well, I heard that once uh, and I don't agree. So like, but to y'all to y'all say like, what do I do in that conversation? And I think that's, I think that's telling because you can see that you, you understand that like, well, that's the reason why it's hurtful is because they, they've wrapped identity into that sin that you're trying to parse out from who they are. Right. So for, for somebody who represents that community is saying, what you're saying is a sin versus being the person that is me like that. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that you hate the sin that is me. Mm-hmm. So you're hating me in that yeah. statement, right? Which we are not, we are not saying that in our, what we're saying, but, but behind that background, that's why it's hurtful. At least if we can start from a place where we can go, okay, that's why it's hurtful. We disagree. 
like in what this perspective is and what I think is chosen and not chosen and who is what is truly you and what is not you. We disagree in that at this point, but help me learn how to love you through that and in that, right? And in that tension, because there's a tension there. Um, But if we, I mean, we don't know Dr. Collins, so we could easily read read what she's written and go, well, I disagree. So, and write that off, right? Because she is pretty disconnected in terms. She is, she does, she does in that, especially in that statement and in a couple of them this week, she, she kind of comes at it from two different directions. So it's hard to parse out and kind of go, okay, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about the statement? Are we talking about your, your proposal? Just, well, we should just disagree and just agree to disagree and move forward or not ever talk about this again. Like what is the thing we're trying to address? Cause there's a lot in that. Um, what else? I feel like there's still things that are trying to be said. Yeah. Oh, you had your hand up first. You did have your okay. hand up first. Um, I was going to say, like, I love what you said about, like, it's the, I, why it's hurtful is the idea that they have, like what you said, was they wrapped their identity in with their sexuality. Like, we are saying, like, this aspect of them as a human being is a sin, and, like, their lifestyle, like their humanity is based within this um, this sin and us, us saying like that their sin, their sexuality is a sin um, is just calling like them as a human, like you are sin. And like the only person that ever was sin was Jesus when he took our sins on the cross. Um, and I think a way, a better way to handle it, rather than say love the sinner, hate the sin, because it sounds just so like, I don't know. To me, it comes off very like, I don't know, like prissy, like oh, love the sinner, hate the sin. I don't know. That's just what I, I hear that like Maggie voice. Like in that my voice, head. Like, okay. <laughs> but I, I love what voice. Alyssa said. When, when you said, like, you've had a friend who, like, you disagreed with their lifestyle or, like, things that they're doing. Like, because I've, I've had friends where, like, they've been doing things in their life, like, whether it be drugs or they were just being, like, mean to people. Or it's like, I don't like what you're doing with your life, but I love you as a person, as God's creation. You are my brother and sister in Christ. I'm going to love you till the end of times, but what you are doing, I, it hurts me to see you living like this because I know that what you're doing may be destructive to yourself, depending on what they're doing, um, may be destructive to the relationships in your life, may be destructive to whatever. And all sin is destructive to our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and so I think the best bet would be to come at it with a more personal perspective rather than just saying, love the sin, I hate the sin. It's like, I love you because you are my brother or sister in Christ and God made you in his image as a beautiful and wonderful creation from his hands. 
and none of us are perfect, and I want to walk with you through this because we all sin, and I know I sin, and you'll sin, and my mother will sin, and your cousin will sin, but we are we all can walk through this together, hand in hand, to try and figure this stuff out together to find God. I want to get to Alyssa and Becca, and back again to, to Ariana, but here's the question I want us to think through, like, while we're going to that. Think through, because I like this idea of, because I think we could we can disagree with more, uh, Dr. Collins' best bet, right? We can agree that I th- we can all disagree and say, I think just coming at it and saying, well, we just did agree to disagree is not the best bet. I think there's what is better than her best. Um, what is the best bet then if we want to come to that situation uh, or to that context, like assuming somebody that comes to you and says, um, when you say that it it is hurtful to me or offensive to me, um, what is our best bet in that moment, right? Because this, I mean, this is one of the few that specifically address Christians, right? I mean, she's the whole thing is when people of faith say this. So this is one of the only ones that we've actually had addressed specifically to a Christian or a person of faith. Um, so. Uh, since we have been directly addressed in this this one, I want to know what is it what is our best bet, right? Even if we if we can disagree that her best bet is the best bet, then what is the best bet? So what were you gonna say? Well, our best bet would be then to act like Jesus because that's what we are called to do. And because Jesus was the fullest revelation of God, obviously what he's doing, we should do. Um, So you look at the woman at the well and Nicodemus, the tax collectors, Peter after he betrayed Jesus, um, the woman caught in adultery, the demon-possessed man, um, all of those and many more. The way Jesus comes at it is, like, for example, um, the woman caught in adultery. That's a good example. Say, I do not condemn you. Go and sin no more. It would be a different story if he said, he just stopped it. I do not condemn you. He says, go and sin no more. So the way we are not Jesus, we cannot say go and sin no more. But what we can say is come out and say, I am not going to say on God's level, whether you should be um, judged right or wrong. But if you are a, if you are a person of faith who claims Christianity and Jesus, then there's another thing um, that's called, like, why? I thought I turned this alarm off. Um, like fruit inspector, where it's not, we have to define judgment in that term, but that was two totally separate things. Um, going back to what I was saying before, sorry, I'm tired. Um, Jesus always showed grace and he always showed understanding when dealing with people who were living a lifestyle of sin and in a very broad array of what kind of sin it was. 
he always showed grace and he always showed understanding. So we, if we come to it with grace and understanding without compromising the truth and saying, it really does, it is love the sinner, hate the sin. That it really is the core of Jesus's teaching when he comes at it with, let me rephrase. The core of Jesus's teaching is really to love the sinner and hate the sin because we are supposed to hate the sin inside of us because that causes repentance. That draws us closer to God saying, take it all. I, I want to be free of this. And so when we are talking about love, love the sinner, hate the sin, as Christians, we should be embracing people but not applauding them for their choices. Like if I was doing something that was destructive, the worst thing for me would be you saying, good job, you're doing great, honey, because that that would just be encouraging me towards it. If, if someone, and it also depends on relationship, because I'm not going to go up to someone um, at a gay pride parade with a sign saying, like, you're going to hell. That's not constructive that's not helpful and that's probably going to turn them farther away from God which is the last thing we want and the last thing he wants so you come at it with grace and with understanding saying if you were willing to talk about it here's what I believe and I would love to have a conversation and build a relationship with you because that's the only way that we can truly love someone is through relationship okay like Jesus did mm-hmm. with Everyone I mentioned. Yeah, with everyone you mentioned. Uh, and, okay, that's what's a proposal for the question, actually. What were you going to say? Was that what you were going to answer? The question, yeah. or were you, did you have something else to say? I'm not to she may have hit it, and I just totally missed the mark when she hit it. 